Hi guys, welcome to Just Being Real Good Vibes Only podcast by your host Julia Awar. Yes, we're back and this time round, hey, we are doing amazing. I'm actually so psyched up. I don't know why, but I guess we will know in a few. So, <laughs> Just Being Real Good Vibes Only podcast is a simple podcast featuring just everyday life and identifying that life has its shares of its ups and downs but how do we maneuver through it but in a positive way because it's all a learning process life never came with a manual right guys so we're learning through it <laughs> the hard way the easiest way whichever way so welcome if you're new here my goodness join the gang yes go and subscribe to my podcast it can be found on google podcast it can be found on castbox it can be found on breaker and whatever the platform you can think of by the way we are also on amazon guys yes Aish, Nakwambia developments, there's so many. So for those who've been there through and through and has listened to my episode, the previous ones, and up to date, guys, thank you. You are just the best. So <laughs> what are we going to speak about today? Yes? All right. Just keep it there and we'll discuss further what this episode is all about. Hi guys. So, um, as a young unemployed person in this country, Manze nearly decide um, wacha ni kwe proactive ni create employment for myself venye situation tumeambiwa. So last week nimeanza process ya kuregister a company limited by guarantee so that it can operate as a non-profit for purposes of civic education and capacity development. Um, charges zilikuwa 3k which I thought ilikuwa manageable na zaomba hapa na pale nipate nika register nika submit hizo vitu nikatumiwa response nikaambiwa jina moja iko na shida ni change which nime make your correction after nime make your correction na receive an extra charge ya 7000 bob mtu ako unemployed anaishi na mzazi wake mwenye ako retired hajiwezi anadaiwa tao saba ndo arejeste biashara kwa hii country after serikali imekuambia go and employ yourself ido nafaa kutoa wapi kila siku na mshwanga na text ya ya kudefault loan ya KCB Mpesa like siekangi alam alam yangu ni text message za kudai wa pesa serikali inaniambia nende nijiandike alafu ina make it impossible kujiandika imekata ku, ku, kutupea job imekata ku create a conducive environment for private sector ku thrive ndio private sector create employment alafu wanataka kunipea mimi degree holder panga na slasha na wilbarrow nikazoe takataka mtaani kwa sababu apparently degree yenye mamangu alingangana ndio nipate hiyo degree haitasaidia kwa maisha i i recognized by the government kama kitu valid na important hiyo ni ni, ni ya garbage collection degree yangu manze si kama yangina kenyata si si kama ya ya, ya nikruto degree yangu si level moja na degree za watoi wao degree yangu iko lower level manze yangu ni ya kuruka sewage mtaani na kuokota mavi man nataka president to explain yeye ye ni pro youth president aje nataka explain na kidrod pai 
charts na diagrams ni Age guys, someone is beast. Can you feel it? And how many of us, just think about it, get to this point. How many youths out there? Unemployment has been a major challenge that is affecting youths across Kenya. And sometimes, I don't know, I get to ask, is the situation in the country by accident or actually by design? That's where I am at. But I don't know what you think about that. Just tell me, kindly guys, what do you think? All right? Other than that, annually, 450,000 to a hundred, to around 800k, sorry, people, graduate from institutions of higher learning. And they leave to look for employment. And most of the time, around 50,000 of these people, of these youth, will secure jobs. Leave alone the mismatch between the education system and the labor market. That will be a topic for another day because if I start, wow. Okay? Then again, look at it this way. Now, you've gone to school, you have this degree, and you're thinking, okay, if I cannot secure a job, then let me try create something for my own. But again, the punitive policies and laws that are governing the business and the entrepreneurial space, especially in the creative arts and technology, are crazy. And instead of being given a space to create something for your own so that when you decide to venture into business, you're able to pay for that, there's not that environment for you to do that. Look at the bureaucracies when you're trying to even register a business. So, you've listened to that clip. That is Lucia Ayala. And she is among the people who got frustrated and turned to social media to vent their frustration. And what do you do personally when you feel like, wow, this is too much? And when she vented, so many Kenyans came in and jumped on board to just also air what they've gone through. There's so many people out here, so many youths who are going through this same kind of frustration but are not able to speak up. So what do you think of this direction where someone comes and vents online? Is, are there solutions that are created? This is what we want to find out. Because you will realize 80% of unemployed Kenyans are below 35 years. And the situation is getting worse and worse. And what are we doing about it? So first, before I go further, let's tune in to our guest speaking about this and why she did this. Then we will discuss further. <laughs> but guys, I know I started off on a serious note, but let's discuss our previous episode before we dive in. So 
we spoke to Evans and he was a hit and run survivor. I hope you were able to listen because it's such a beautiful story. This guy, I went to see him in hospital. He was in total pain. He was really injured. But do you know what, guys? The kind of positivity he exuded all through his recovery. My God. You need to tune in if you haven't. And as I said, if you have a story to share, because I'm also thinking in this uh, episode that I'm going to talk about today, the topic I'm going to talk about today, we need someone who's also tried and has been successful to run a business to just tell us the challenges that they experience and how they manage to stay afloat because I believe we need more information when it comes to this. I would even want someone who is an expert to this because Kenyan youth out here need information to just know how to maneuver through things. We have so many talented people out here. But hey, I will not talk much. Let's tune in first and we will discuss. So welcome back guys and I have my guest here and I'm going to actually let her introduce herself. Yay! <laughs> you know I actually have a problem with people telling me to introduce myself. Like what am I supposed to say? It's like an interview, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, it's, it's the hardest part. Like, tell me about yourself. Uh, but well, yeah. I'm, In I'm, a snippet. Yeah, long story short, <laughs> I'm Lucia Ayala and um, I'm a digital activist and uh, I can proudly say on my way to becoming an independent consultant. Hey, so yay! So basically digital activism, because people ask what a digital activist is, yes. it's just, um, it's an activist who uses social media and the digital space to advocate for issues that affect the community. Ish, 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 ish. <laughs> and hey, why this digital activist? Ah, so in campus, I did a course called Business Information Technology. You know, we are basically bridging the gap between business and, and IT. And um, in hindsight now, I think that was life's way of preparing me for this. But I realized our generation is more inclined to the digital space. So it's better to use a space where I can communicate with the people who relate to the things that I talk about. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think that's the reason as to why you are here today, of course. Yeah. A re- and yes, guys, if you hadn't listened to that video, I don't know, because I, I think it's everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you are on... I know. <laughs> or I like now I'm kanga subui and someone just has texted me and is like, I'm like, oh. Uh, but then it's good because it, it shows you just how many people relate to to um the current frustrations, man. It's it's like it's crime. It's it's a crime to be a young person in this country, man. Because <laughs> because let me tell you, the kind of emotion you brought out 
like i could feel it like i, I could feel your frustration in that video you know you know um i think a lot of our people in our generation are people who have grown up seeing their parents struggling just to enable them to have a better life than what our parents had you know I and agree. i'm i'm one of those people i've seen my mom go through it just to give me an education and it's the fact that at this point i'm supposed to be taking care of my parents but then these two circumstances that are out of our control my retired parent still has to take care of me and and it's very painful because you can almost see the disappointment in your parents face not that they are blaming you but it's it's just a certain exhaustion that kills you so when you're really trying and the people that are meant to be enabling you these people mandated to enable you gazetted and it's in law it's in the constitution you know and they don't help you achieve what you've set out to do yeah it's crashing it is very crashing eh, yeah. i could hear like when you say uh, you have a degree <laughs> and what is this has been put out there for you to do it's hectic but congrats for even trying you know yeah <laughs> I, you you have to i mean um at times you you want to give up but then you know you have to eat banana unless you want to die <laughs> which i don't want to so you you pick yourself up and you and you have um to to keep going um the experience i've gotten from this is that there's there's power in in everything you say there's power in speaking out like no matter how small you think your voice is because my frustration on that day was like government is this big thing mm -hmm. and i can't fight it because i'm this small thing so the fact that I spoke about it and it resonated that much with so many so people. So many people, right? And yeah. actually that's what I wanted to ask because I wanted to ask out of this video what mm -hmm. came up. And one of the aspects or something that happened recently and it kind of pissed me off in a way mm -hmm. as much as this person got the help they wanted, it's the Omosh story mm -hmm. from Tahiti High. He came out speaking, saying how once Taibihai stopped his, the filming, yeah, yeah he, the filming stopped he hasn't been able to do anything else and he's struggling mm -hmm. and you see so many people came out to help him yeah dishing out money and everything yeah but at the end of the day are we doing it out of good heart or is it kind of a marketing gimmick i don't know so i wanted to ask you out of this video what came out of it so the first uh, positive thing that happened is that I managed to get an official response from um, the registrar of businesses. Interesting. Yeah, and and they called and they are they are working on the process right now. But other than just responding to me, everyone on that thread who had a similar issue got a response, and that is one of the positive things because it's like, oh yeah, it's it's you're just not dealing with my case alone. Here's so 200 more, yeah. People. But then you see, it's not just the 200 who are on my thread. There's thousands of others out there who are not even on Twitter. And they're experiencing the same problem. And you know, I was doing this video because I don't want the sympathy. And I understand Kenyans have a good heart. Kenyans will give you. Like, just how you said with Omosh. Kenyans will give you. I had people volunteering to give me the money. That 7K that 
I couldn't trace, you know? Right. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. But then the point was not for people to feel sorry for me. The point was not even the money. The point was I need Kenyans to get angry because the systems that we are taxed ever so highly are not working. And these systems need to work so that there are thousand other people out there who have a similar issue and cannot um, speak about it on, on, on digital platforms, then can get the help that they need. Because if the system is working as it should, no one will be in this position. So like, Lucia, yes. okay, you speaking out, I applaud that. Because Thanks. at the end of the day, you see, there's so many people who were going through the same sentiment. Mm -hmm. And I remember when you posted your video, one of the comments I saw, Kenyans as usual, <laughs> were like, oh, you'll always cry online. Tell but, me about that. Ah, I get that a lot. It's like, um, just get used to it. This is how it is. Um, make peace with it and find a way to survive. But then um, I had an issue with Kenya Power uh, a while back. Mm -hmm. So I'd pay my bill. I'd mm -hmm. even overpay my bill. But then religiously, every month, they'd disconnect my power. Despite not having a bill. You know? Like, they owe me, but then they disconnect my power. So, um... I reached out to Jerotich say on Twitter and we made noise about it. Yeah. And just uh, it was responded to. We got millions of calls. I think it was just a little short of the managing director calling us because it blew out on Twitter and so many people supported um the tweet. They had to do something about it and, and the problem was fixed. Yes. Same with Nairobi Water and Sewerage Services. So when people tell me that I'm just making noise on Twitter, I really don't get it because legit I get solutions on Twitter. And um, last week when I was frustrated about that whole incident, I even called the customer care and that lady said, oh, you know, this matter is now out of my hands. And I simply said to her, you know what? Twitter will do its job. Yeah. Twitter is going to, and Twitter did its job. So when, when people say it's noise, they really don't know what they're talking about. Cause trust me, it's the highest level of activism I've seen in my generation. Yeah. The fact that social media can get the attention of the authorities that need to respond to a matter, mm -hmm. that's, that's powerful. Kenyans on Twitter bullied the president out of social media. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of power, you know? I know. We so are people need to realize eh? it. Yeah. To tap it. And it's, that's it's 2021. Yeah. We, we, we cannot organize the way they were organizing in 1980. They didn't even have mobile phones. I know. So we have to find ways of organizing in 2021. And that's a, uh, another thing you said. Huh? As much as sometimes maybe... Maybe you put some people into trouble out of mm -hmm. all this, right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But should we, uh, we be accountable? Because I feel like with us Kenyans, mm -hmm. we're never really accountable. No. And people want to take you around. And you know, it's your money yeah. at the end yeah. of the day. So I believe in speaking out. Mm -hmm. And another thing, as much as people say it's about just ranting on social media, trust me. Ha! Mm -hmm. I, I have my own share of story. <laughs> Back in, that was 2019, when I, I lost my job. 20, yeah, it was yeah, 2019. 2019. I actually ranted and organized a demonstration. Uh -huh. Mimi Julia. <laughs> Yay! Organized a demonstration. And we hyped it up on social media. Mm -hmm. And guys were like, we are behind you. We actually had a group on Telegram. <laughs> <laughs> eh? 
we had all the support like the group had a lot of members banners trust me uhuru park so these people who keep claiming talking on social media doesn't help tell them to come on ground they they can't they can't show i'm sure the people who say that are the cowards you know Uh, anyone who's doing anything constructive with their lives has no time to negatively criticize anyone else because um, you understand how hard it is. And either way, you're busy focusing on growing yourself so much, you don't have time for negativity. So if it's, uh, I know, I know it, there's a lot of hate on social media and trust me, one of my constant fears in Akwanga getting that? trolled on Twitter. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Trust me, I'm 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 always waiting for the day that I'll wake up and I'm being trolled for something I've said. But uh, you know, <laughs> I'll I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. But it's it's a constant fear. So I I um I carefully pick what to say. But uh most of the times I'm speaking out my experiences and my frustrations as a Kenyan. And I know I'm not the only one who's going through that or feeling that way. And I'm not the only one who's seeing all the, the evils that are going on in the country right now. It's just that I'm the only one who speaks about it publicly. Yeah. And I would get that because a lot of people don't even understand what freedom of speech means. I know. Yeah, but then freedom of speech means I'm able to say what I want to say without any repercussion. And you know, also our constitution demands of us as citizens mm -hmm. to hold our leadership accountable. So I, I, I have a lot of faith in our constitution because, hey, I'm exercising my constitutional right. Exactly. I'm, I'm holding the leadership accountable through my freedom of speech. Yes. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I see. Eh? But let's take a short break. <laughs> we'll come back in a few. And here we are now. We're back with Lucia. <laughs> now, um, I believe your story mm -hmm. and even me going through the comments, I would tell so many people related to what you're talking about. Yeah. So many people are trying to start a business mm -hmm. out here mm -hmm. because there's no employment. Yeah. Yeah. Kai, by the way, Sai, an employment rate is quite. Eh? Ah, it's so high. Exactly. I, I, I can't remember the figures, but I think it's the highest we've ever been in as a country. And I think with 2020 and COVID, it made the situation worse, exactly. much worse. Yes. So people would relate to what you're talking about because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I remember me when I went <laughs> venting about losing a job. Yeah. I was told, create your own employment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the people who tell you this are people who have been employed in government ever since they were 21 years old and they have no idea what creating employment means. <laughs> means. <laughs> the irony of that all. I know. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. I wish um, every comment on that thread, I wish it was a video, you know? I know. Can you imagine having 290 videos complaining about the same? Yeah. yeah. I think the president would come down, you know, because at this rate would be like, no, yeah, we need to do something. Then, then it it makes an impact of how big the problem is. But you know, one voice is just not strong enough. It's very easy to shut down one voice. Very true. Yeah, because now I'm going to get this issue solved for my specific case. 
and then I'll start focusing on growing the organization because I know there's other challenges that are going to come of through that. And then people will feel like, ah, she got her problem sorted by now. We are, and we are, yeah, we are, we are <laughs> <laughs> But then you see, if, if you spoke up, you know, of yeah, us. I'd, I'd have the leverage to say not to BBI until 289 <laughs> people get their company certificates. Very true. But I don't have that leverage right and that's now. You know, it's, it's, it's even the people that I'm trying to fight for who are fighting me in, in return, you know. And, and it's, it's, it's very, very sad because once we stop bringing each other down, then I think we can be able to change this country. Because honestly speaking, the things that young people in Kenya have been able to accomplish, despite all the challenges that we go through, yes. oh my God, we, have we are so amazing much talent people. out here. So much. <laughs> it is so much. I was reading an article of a guy who had created um, a healthcare app or something, and it was recognized by MIT, and he was going to receive a funding of, I think, a billion dollars. And the fact that the Ministry of Health has said nothing about it. Oh, tell me about it. Yani, has it has to be nothing about it. Yeah, like from outside, outside, outsiders will, rec in, outsiders will recognize you before Kenyans recognize oh. you. Look at Elsa Majimbo. You know, she's 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 working with Valentino right now. Who would have ever thought? But then, has the State Department of Youth ever said, like, oh, there's Elsa Majembo, let's, let's send her a card just to encourage her to keep doing whatever, whatever she's, doing. she's doing? It doesn't really have to be anything big. Just the fact that someone sees you trying and appreciates the fact that you're trying is big enough. But look at our people getting recognition elsewhere. Are we, are we, at an, I, I don't know, I feel like maybe sometimes... Are we selfish or something? Because, let me tell you, I'll give an example. Mm -hmm. I have a podcast. <laughs> and of course, sometimes you want to have a monologue, but it's not interesting. Yeah. And you want to bring stories on board that would encourage someone. So you've seen someone who's prospered in whatever they do, mm -hmm. be it fashion, be it whatever, and they're doing okay. And you reach out and you want to host them. Mm -hmm. And because you're a nobody... No one wants to come on board. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Is it a Kenyan culture? And are we the ones just <laughs> <laughs> killing ourselves? Um, I, I really don't know if it's a Kenyan culture. I'd actually like to think it's a result of the um, colonial education system. <sighs> because then, it, rather than be complementary of each other, we are taught to compete with each other. But you know, um, they say it's it's very lonely at the top. But the flip side of it, you can look at it like it's not lonely at the top. There's just enough room for all of us to get to the top. I know. Yeah. So um, once we get out of that mentality that it's a competition and we start realizing that it's growth and it needs change. to be complemented, then things will change. But for now, as it is, oh, trust me, that big brand <laughs> is not even going to look at you twice. Because yeah. <laughs> I've gotten, personally, I've gotten questions of people asking me, oh, tell me about podcasting. How do you go about it? And I'm willing to share because at the end of the day, the information is everywhere. Because yeah. even for myself, mm -hmm. I only Googled and was uh -huh. able to identify, oh, there's an app I can record. Oh, there's this I can do and edit and whatever. Uh -huh. But 
I don't take it like, oh, I'm sharing my information and I want to prosper in this alone. No. Because at the end of the day, by they have realized, eh, by the way, mm. content creation is difficult. It's not <laughs> easy. It is not. <laughs> so sometimes you give someone a chance and maybe they'll prosper with it and that's okay. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I usually tell my friends that um, if if I'm going to make it, then all of them have to make it. Because I cannot have a convoy of 10 Range Rovers if I'm the only one who's made it. I need nine other people to make it so that we can have a convoy of 10 a Range Rovers. Because honestly, even if I made it and I had all this money, I'm not going to buy 10 Range Rovers. Totally. I, I'll probably buy one or two. And then I'll go like, oh, now I want a Rolls. Now I want a Bentley yeah. and a Lambo and a Ferrari and a what? Okay. And an Aston Martin, you know, <laughs> you're not going to just have 10 Range Rovers. Yeah. So you need other people, even for that uh, to do like business. Mode. Like even for my podcast, I, I need you people to listen. Yeah. I need a friend to listen over there, you know. Exactly. exactly. And, and when I'm bored, I need your podcast to make my day, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's complimentary. Life is very complimentary. So it's important for, you know, these things have been there for a long time. And I keep telling people, we don't have to tolerate it because we found it. Yes. You know, let's be the generation that to breaks the cycle. For once. You know, right. let's be the generation that breaks the cycle. You know, people before me said they were used in, in civil society circles. And I'm there and I'm saying, after me, there's no other young person who's going to come into the civil society circle and say that I was used yes. and taken advantage of. No, I'm, 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 I'm putting an end to that. I'm deciding to be the one who breaks the cycle. So anytime it's something that I know you as a person who's been there and has a status in society cannot tolerate, then I don't see why I should tolerate yeah, it. Yeah, true. Yeah. And let's, let's just talk about just a typical Kenyan youth. I was mentioning, eh? Mm-hmm. We leave campus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have help. Mm-hmm. 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 You know it has helped you yeah. and it has helped your parents mm-hmm. and you manage to get through and you have your or your honors and you're out yeah higher you have to pay this it's a loan yeah, Said yeah. it was free <laughs> you get out here there is no job uh-huh. you have not been given that chance to just get a job pay this loan and then now build yourself to a point where you're able to have money and say, eh, and eh, now I can create something of my own. I want, yeah. maybe I'm good at this. I'm good at vid- videography. I'm good at podcasting. Let me just focus on this. Mm-hmm. Do, so it's one year. I took one year before I even got a face for my, like a job. Saizo, <laughs> <laughs> 5,000 in a crew. Eh? <laughs> as <laughs> penalty. <laughs> Like that salon doesn't help you do anything else. It's just for fare and lunch. I know. The struggle. Ah, the struggle. The system. What can you say about the system? The system. So, um, I'm a product of the 844 system. I'm a product of the public schooling system. I, I can't recall where our public schooling system went wrong, but there is a point mm-hmm. where everything just um, went wrong. Yeah. Uh, here is the thing about the status of unemployment. It's not the work of government to create jobs. 
it is not i don't expect any government to go like oh hey yeah we are creating job. jobs for you people come yeah. come we've created jobs i don't expect that of any government but it is the work of government to make sure that the entrepreneurship space thrives yes and how does government do this by making conducive policies you know uh, yeah by by having um effective and efficient regulations you know by having monitoring and evaluation systems so that then we can keep track of our development yes. so once the entrepreneurship has these three things then it can thrive and you know the entrepreneurship is space is basically the the private sector yeah. so we have innovation manufacturing processing and and all that now when we have 10 companies setting up shop in kenya because uh, the entrepreneurial policies are conducive for businesses to thrive and each company is going to need say a hundred thousand employees yes. that's times 10 you've created a million jobs but then rather than businesses setting up shop in this country they are actually closing and running away shoprite just closed their stores you know, know. you know you know and and, and like let's not even get, let's let's not even get into nakumat shoprite yeah. atatumendambali let's talk about our own let's talk about nakumat let's talk about chumi let's talk about taskis you know those are three big entities how many jobs have been lost and this is coming hot on the heels on a government that promised to create 1.3 million jobs tell me how you're going to create 1.3 million jobs when taxations are unbelievably high policies that are governing businesses are unbelievably Talk of even licenses toxic. you know uh, licensing costs mm. of operation electricity alone and you know, there's a person actually on that thread on the video that I did told me, you know what, Lucia, come register your business in Rwanda. It's going to take you six hours and you can trade in Kenya as a foreigner. Wow. That's someone telling me that. And I'm thinking, dude, I'm not that contentious of my country. Like I hate being in this position, but I really don't hate my country enough Dama. to do yeah. that. Because yeah. that's hate. Like, how do I do that to my country? <laughs> I mean... No, 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 no. Well, so when think, other uh, countries around you have such easy models of doing business, what? all the investment is going to go there. You know, look at Rwanda, look at Tanzania. At this point, I'm scared Uganda will grow and, and beat us. And you know, Uganda is the village of it's East Africa. The, it's, <laughs> it's the Ushago of East Africa. Oh my God, Museveni has in his care. They almost Uga there. They can beat Uganda us. is the Ushago of East Africa, you know? So for, for us, like the America of East Africa, Kukuja Kupituana, the Ushago of it's, it's going to be a very shameful day for me. And maybe that day I'll consider going to register my business in Rwanda. <laughs> Do you feel like maybe they try to put us at a point where we are at a corner so that they're able to control us in a way even when it comes to leadership talk of the leadership of this country they're able to even like how many kenyans are just going through hell right now and if right now someone comes and gives you a hundred bob like this is not just a meal for today 
and you're feeling like it's a favor, vote for me. I know. Of course, you'll go and vote for her, I, right? Oh my Do you God. feel like that's the case? I actually think it's very systemic that young people are impoverished. You know, young people are so energetic. We have all these new ideas and we are so energetic. Here's the problem. The people who are in power feel that that's a threat. Because then we are coming to take away their comfort zones. They're so comfortable in these offices, in these jobs, in their statuses and titles. So when they see the vibrance that we bring and the fact that we are well educated and understand what we are talking about and we are just not here to follow laws blindly, we question them. Yeah. It actually scares them. And they put us in this position because they are afraid of us taking over from them and them having nowhere to go. So it's, think, it's simply that yeah. because then how do you explain the fact that i tell you education is the key to success julia then triple university school fees yeah. in a country where 75 percent of the population lives with under 200 dollars a day yeah. and i've put that school fees at 600 dollars minimum you know basically food but stacky watu food so it's it's very systemic and um there was a time i went to um this international ngo that claims to be the problem solver of the entire universe and i had this project proposal for civic education because i felt that we are not demanding accountability from the leadership simply because we do not know what we deserve and do you know what those people told me? Yeah. It is not, they said, um, this project of yours is going to inform at least 65% of young people. And I'm like, yeah, that's the whole point. Yes. And I think they said, um, it is not in the, in the interest of the powers that be to have a young population that is that much knowledgeable. It's going to be a problem. Because then you wow. cannot control us. So that is the entire reason why. So Kenyans so need to us, know. Yes, us being poor puts us in a place where we can be controlled. Because then nitakupea wheelbarrow, I'm the second Jesus who has come to solve all I your know. problems, you know. And look, but then you know, nakupea wheelbarrow, yet I have the ability of giving, giving you, you more. a 777 Boeing. Why do we settle for a wheelbarrow when we can get a Boeing? When we can get an Airbus, when you can get a private jet, you know, why do you have to settle for a wheelbarrow when you can get a private jet? Go get the private jet. It does not have youth empowerment has been made to look like bare minimum. Yes. And, and it does not have to be bare minimum. I mean, children in China who are 10 years old are creating software that governments are using. All yeah, grown-ups in this country who are 30 year old are being given pangas and slashers. I know. To go clear the drainage. As if we don't have county governments which employ cleaners for those jobs. And you see, this is the problem. Kuna kanjo. Hapa Nairobi kuna kanjo. Clearing drainages na kufanya usafi mitani ni kazi ya kanjo. We pay taxes so that the people who are employed to clean these places wako kwa payroll. And then wewe bado unaambia mtoto wako aende akachukue slasha na panga ya kazi mtaani na akona masters what is wrong and with that and there's someone getting good money in the office you know you you live in a house you live in such a good house you wake up in the morning you prepare your kid 
dress your kid in in a brand new uniform brand new shoes give your kid a really really good breakfast then drop your kid at school to go sit under a tree for eight hours now mentor from the comfort of your house four walls who bewitched us and we are normalizing that shit let me tell you this this thing will not fly anywhere else talk of even that let me tell you remember we are from the system here yeah, public schools us and we were okay back then. We were okay and back it was, then. It was okay. And but look at it right school. now. Look at it right now. Public school offer the bare minimum. Bare minimum. So, <laughs> right now, I can take my son to a public school because I know, Aki, for You're real, ruining his Aki, future. I'm ruining his future. <laughs> so, it's like we are now, the cycle of poverty, guy, do you but feel you like we, we should get worried about our future generation because they'll get out of school with nothing so that means they know nothing they they i'm actually scared that there'll be no kenya for my kids uh, and it, they will be easily controlled get controlled yeah. and and here's the other control measure that's going to come up all these loans that we are taking our debt ceiling has now been raised to 12.5 trillion point four point five trillion and yet we are a three trillion economy. So that's four times. I need my wine. Our or economy. is it my ice cream? So, <laughs> <laughs> if we were to sell Kenya today, it means the value of Kenya is three trillion. But we have to find a language to sell Kenya at 13 trillion in order to pay our debts. Mm. That's, that's basically it. And you see, that's going to be one of the ways that they're going to use to control the masses. Because now, my child who's unborn, is coming into the world with a debt of around 250,000 from the minute they are born. Yeah. Like, hey, but you know, you can't even speak. You can't even fend for yourself. for yourself. Yet you already have a debt that you will be required to pay. So we are going to start having all these credit systems that then will loop us into debt. It's the way... Um, I, I'm, I'm not bad mouthing, I'm sure, but, but you know the way, um, your salary is kidogo, so you take an I'm sure hey, loan to it. top up. Oh. And then, I pay uh, and take it yes. off again. So when, once oh. your salary comes, you, you pay, pay that I'm sure loan so it. that you can take another, another one. one. So, so you always see that you're paying because it's a debt and you budgeted, you're going to pay it. No, because you need it to survive. <laughs> and you see, you never get out of that loop. No. You never and get out the, of that. So in a to, in. Ah, pata salon, I'm sure oh. Like, and you say we are normalizing <laughs> that shit. This is the life we live. Isn't the experiences it? <laughs> and that is the problem. No, no, no. Sasa tu kuona ni normal kuishiivo. Nasi normal. It's not normal. You tell me, does Ngina Kenyatta even know Fuliza ni nini? Watoto waruto ata wanajua emshwari ni what? Ata washaisiki ya kitu inaitua tala. They know tala ni a place. They don't know tala ni up. Inekuanga, hello, umetuma? Nilikuwa na Fuliza. I know, I know. Wacha, wacha ni kupia namba ya bristi yangu ya niko na Fuliza. I have a friend we do that a lot with each other like nampigenga simu ni kolehinzo ki nambako yuko nafuliza 
ama nikutumia mtu anakutumia do <laughs> ama nikutumia cha nikutumia unitole <laughs> we are taking a break again <laughs> we are taking an ice cream break by the way <laughs> so we'll a dairyland ice cream break oh yes <laughs> At this rate, I'm seeing me and Lucia talking the whole night. Ni gumzo mtani. Yes, I even bribed her. I have goodies. What have you taken today? Oh my god. Oh my god. So this girl has bribed me with Dairyland ice cream. Yes. Jesus, caramel people. With oh my and, and we are not even we are not even hyping the brand. They've not paid us. No, They're just legit god. good. <laughs> yes, and the ice cream is amazing. It's everything. Cheese. I As, think um after um, after all that struggle I just needed the ice cream to cool me down a yeah, bit, you I know, like just right. Lucia, chill. Julia got you. <laughs> Julia got you, and I still have more. I have still more goodies to come for her. We have mm. chocolate and the chocolate spread. She's going to try out and tell us mm. what she thinks about them. So yeah, okay, back to business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Ayala, mm -hmm. you started this a while back. Yeah. And actually we met uh, through this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story, yeah. Um because I remember after we've met and then I did another video. I think that's when I did the BBI video. Yeah. And then we met and I did but I was like I know this girl from somewhere and I was frustrated <laughs> like where? Uh -huh. Where? And the um, and the one who reached out like yeah. You... Uh, so you had already made a video asking guys to look for me and then I think it hit you it was me and you had my number. <laughs> so you called. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and then we went and did that uh, Kiswahili interview at Kate. Yeah, the BBI one. Yeah, oh, about BBI. Okay. Ah, talk of story BBI. for another day. That one we'll have to do another segment. We have we we need a Guys, whole hour for that. Eh? By do the we way, we need her back. Tell me, tell <laughs> me, she's interesting. <laughs> we I think we need a whole hour for the BBI yes, alone. We yeah, do. Mm. we do. So, what's the future plan? Now you've started this rave mm -hmm. and. People are loving this actually yeah and of course as much as we want kenyans to jump on board mm -hmm. okay i'm hoping they will Me and too. i hope they listen to this and they do what's your future plan to just um enlighten them especially when it comes to this social media platform and how they can get to use it mm, so I, I i want to tell you a small story i have this um friend of mine so at the beginning I said I was a digital activist, you yes. know. So I have a friend who's an activist. So this is the the uh, being an activist is basically an artist who is into activism and they use their mode of art for activism. So you become an activist. So I have an activist friend from Zambia. He's called Pilato. And Pilato did something amazing during um COVID-19 times. Mm -hmm. Uh, they had a moment uh, like the one we are having right now where their constitution was about to be mutilated and obliterated. I mean, like, President Edward Lungu was not playing, you know? Mm -hmm. And my friend um, couldn't let that go. So he organized a protest and they made posters with a venue and plants and a root and everything. And they sambazed them on social media. 
So you know it's obvious that government will retaliate because mm-hmm. governments don't like being challenged by anyone. They want to be the carriers of all the bullshit. If of you course. if you dare bullshit them better, oh, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. So um, the government pours security agencies at the venue, but then my friend. He's a smart guy. Pilato is a very smart guy. So he he tells these guys, you know what? That's not the venue. And there are only 20, 20 young people. So he says, the venue is on the outskirts of Lusaka. So we are like somewhere in oh. Kiambu or Ronga or Kite, you know, outside of, of, of the, the city. And they hold a protest, 20 people on the ground, but 1.4 million people live on Facebook. Wow. And the government was... Lord, because then how do we arrest people Eish, on Facebook? How right. do we tear gas people on Facebook? How do we brutalize people online? You know? Yeah, because I think Kenyans get afraid of that. Like when I told you we had the demonstration of us, oh, let me tell you. I can imagine. I can't see without specs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I can I know the struggle. So yeah, we we really don't have to organize on the ground, you know. That's that's where we, we make a mistake. There is a time um Nigerians trolled us. Our basketball team played, I think, against the basketball team and something happened, and Nigerians came for us. And Kenyans on Twitter dragged Nigerians for four days. Four days. And you know, at that point, it wasn't that, oh, we are using social media to troll Nigerians. It was like, no, yeah. we are Kenyans and we are defending the pride of our country, you know? Yes. So it's social media is a very important part because it's a digital space. And if you really notice, the world is moving towards the digital space. Look at Amazon. They don't own any supermarkets, any brand stores. They don't even have Not shelf space in stores. No physical space. Exactly. Same to Alibaba, same to eBay. Um, look at Uber. They don't own any taxis. Their their business model is purely digital. It's just bridging the gap. There's people who need taxis and there's taxis. So let's create a, an easier way to, to, to streamline the service. Same to Airbnb. They don't own any hotels. Yes. None at all. They don't own any real estate. Pro- then, they don't have even rights to real estate property. they're now getting to us. They're taking advantage. Now there's a uh-huh. digital tax. We'll so talk about you that see, later. So we don't have to protest at Uhuru Park Freedom Corner Haki Yetu. Solidarity forever. We don't have to, to do all that. Yeah. Just the, the things we do on Twitter are enough you know it, it will be good that, it right? will be good by the way it will be good i'm looking forward to a day when uh we'll all go out to the streets like the black lives matter movement yeah. but then you see for the black lives matters movement to become as big as it was it took the digital space yeah if we did not have the connectivity that social media affords us we would have never known about george floyd and then another thing that the digital space like it gives us Sometimes you can record something and you don't have to show your face. Yes, anonymity. Yes. And here's the other thing, Julia. The reason why we need to stop looking at uh, activism in the digital space as noise is because activism in the digital space is not just activism in Kenya. Activism in the digital space becomes Everyone is watching. globalized. Everyone is watching. Exactly. You see, if if George Floyd died in America and we here in Nairobi knew about it, 
we the same can 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 happen if we protested so much and so powerfully here the americans will know it and when the whole world joins us in our protest so many times like with black lives matter we joined in we've, we've joined so many courses other than our own courses <laughs> we are so ready i stand with france pray for morocco ah. crying for mozambique what is that holding mean? hands with india <laughs> and you even change your profile <laughs> profile what is happening with us? Once Kenyans. we decide to stand with, you know, I like the way Boniface Mwangi goes out to the streets. You know, I'm looking forward um, I'm, and I'm really hoping he does something this year because trust me, I'm going to be right there with him. Right there with him. And there's this, um, there's, and there's I believe a safety he started handle. a movement and if only he had Kenyan support, mm -hmm. then we would be so we would be so far do you know the sudan revolution began because the price of bread was hiked i know bread mkate sisi tumetripoli wa school fees tumongeze wa bei ya petroli tumongeze wa bei ya unga hiyo mkate pia imeongezeka so the social media space is, is is very very important because it not only gives us a platform to express ourselves, but it gives us a platform to connect with other people in the whole world who are having similar struggles. And here's, here's what I'm really looking forward to. Um, I'm looking forward to a time where all the African youth are just going to stand and say like, you know what? We are time. supporting Bobby Wine yes. and Museveni must go. And Museveni goes. Because... If we like we've seen the struggle and we actually are behind our our pages and be like, oh no. At this point, I want to be I want to be in the same space with Bobby Wine. I want to be in the same space with Julius Malema. You know, I want to I want to because their struggle is our struggle. The boundaries that we fight over to Lipewa Nawakoloni. You know, we, we, we actually never got independence as Africa. We just changed yes, the colonial yes. masters. And, and that is the entire problem. And until we realize that politics governs each and every aspect of our lives, then we, we haven't gotten it. Because honestly, um, without, if, if, if politics is good, then we are going to have good laws. Yes. Those good laws are going to be implemented correctly. That means we will have um, the right kind of governance everywhere. So yeah. systems will work. Healthcare systems, will education work. systems, Everything. you know, yeah. all these systems will work. Then we are going to have a better life. But you see, we have a poor leadership that makes, bad, ma makes good laws, yes. then never implements those laws. Yes. And therein lies our problems. And if they decide to implement those laws, then we are given the basic minimum. And we are comfortable with that. Right? Here's a good Masters. example. Singapore, which is uh, among the Asian tigers. I like using the examples of the Asian tigers because these are countries that were worse than us in 1950. In 2021, they are so far away from us, like we'll need a hundred more years to catch up. And you see, it just takes good leaders with the goodwill, the political goodwill. And the healthcare system, if it so happens that you're sick, you'll only pay 10% of the hospital bill. It doesn't matter whether it's cancer or Whatever lymphoma. It 
ama ni cramps even a headache you only pay 10% and from that 10% your employer pays 5% so you're paying 5% of your hospital costs wow. and it cuts across the board for everyone whether you're a child or an elderly person so trust me if, if i'm if they decide to cut off my tax by even 50% or whatever percent i'd be okay because i'm getting value you're getting the that. yeah exactly and that's the other thing it then brings me to this point where we are given affirmative actions as young people from a point of where hatujiwezi so you're giving me a seven year tax holiday for what who has told you i don't want to pay taxes I am okay, I want to pay taxes. I want, to value. I want to pay taxes because I want my government to serve me better. Yes. Because then if my government doesn't serve me better and I have paid taxes, I can then go and say I have paid taxes. Why don't I have a road in my estate? I know. You know, but when you don't pay taxes and you go say to the government, the road in my estate is bad, they'll tell you but you don't pay taxes. You see? You, we don't have to be given things as if we are handicapped and incapacitated. Yes. As if we are stupid and we cannot think and come up with new ideas as if we do not know I'm the solutions to our problems. What is important? Education is important. Healthcare is important, but look at the doctors. Look at yet, the, what yet MCAs, MCAs have been given car grants. So cars are more important than your health as a Kenyan. So Basically, bad. that's what your yeah. government is telling you. And we're okay supporting uh, that. Yeah, and, and we're okay supporting that. Yeah. We, we are so used to mediocrity and, and bullshit. We just don't even know what we deserve. We don't know what better looks like, you know? So we're just accepting everything that Tom, Dick, Harry, Jaden, and his brother <laughs> are throwing at us. <laughs> we need another break. <laughs> But anyway, there's something I wanted to mention before even we leave. There's mm. some there's a book, eh? mm -hmm. which goes by the name Why Nations Fail. Uh -huh. By Darren eh, this name is Actually, Darren and James A. Robinson. And one thing I think I wanted to bring out is for Kenyans to realize mm -hmm. their importance in society as well. So this book says each society functions with a set of economic and political rules created and enforced by the state and the citizens collectively. Mm -hmm. So it shouldn't be one-sided. Very important. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's funny you mentioned that book because someone recommended it to me last week and said, I think you need to read that book. So, oh, yeah, you need to. Uh, I need to. Do you have a hard copy? I think I also need the book. I'm gonna look for it. So, uh, if I if you get it before me, please. Maybe we share. need to look for it, read it, then share. And then share share with um exactly the listeners. Yes. I think that would be a good thing. Yeah. So here's what I think about that. You know, before the 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 missionaries and the colonialists came and told us that, oh, you're backward. Your skin color is bad. Your hair is unprofessional, and you should hate your brother. We, we as Africans were functioning perfectly well. We had modernized societies. You know, um, just speaking of, of the pyramids in Egypt, to date, no one has been able to recreate that. It should show you how advanced we were just before these people came. 
we had um societies that were functioning yes. there were resources there was a structure of leadership there was a disciplinary structure without the judiciary you know yes. and i'm not saying that we need to go back to that primitive yeah. way of doing things but i think our way of leadership as africans held much more weight and here's an example if the council of elders at your shanks summoned you today you'd be trembling you know it's like i know what have i done what now have I done? you know you you'd pee your pants you'd make sure that you're there as soon as possible to get to get the issue over and done with but when you get a court order it's like oh, mm. maybe someone is just trying to harass me or scare well, me or threaten me yeah I'll, I'll, fine. yeah my lawyer will threaten them with legal yes. language you know these big words and and they'll be scared you see that's because the court system is a westernized system that we don't identify with if you were to make a mistake today and your mother was not around but your auntie is around H. and your H. uncle saw you making no. that mistake and came and told your aunt you know today i found julia kissing that boy at that corner <laughs> late at night you, you know? would know you you're in trouble your aunt and you know and and it it puts the fear of god in you because you don't want but to that be is. in that position yeah. so it's very important for us to go back to our culture because it is something it's our identity so it's easier for us to function like that i usually tell my friends that i have problems sleeping in in a new bed for the first night and i think this goes for everyone it, it does there's a comf- there's a certain comfort, a comfort of your bed exactly. there's a position you know when you put yourself you're really comfortable and that sleep is going to come real quick quick you know yeah but when you go to a foreign bed there's something there's something you just never sleep through yeah. the night yeah. and that is westernization for us it takes us out of our context I, so if wrong. if if you ask me I, I i usually see these paintings of girls coming from the river with pots on their head I know. and i look at it and i'm like if i was a man back then i think that would have been the most feminine thing mm-hmm. for me because mm-hmm. you know you know <laughs> um and and there's those aspects of africanism of african culture that are really good we lost them. I can never pass a place where isukuti is being played and azaluya not stand and dance like I do this I embarrass my friends all the time I'm like hey, the beat has called me in any effect baby in any effect you know I, I have to like do my shoulders it it comes naturally yeah. so once we find that balance then we are good to go. Good to go. But yeah. as long as we are trying to cheat ourselves with all these things, it's easy for Americans to maintain that kind of system because it's innate in them. That's their culture. It's easy for Europeans to do the same. The... And I like the Middle East because uh-huh. they have stuck to, yes, they are modernizing, but they have stuck to their culture. They have modernized yes. with their culture in mind. Yes. That's why we still celebrate the Chinese New Year, despite it not being 1st of January, you see? And it's not to say that China is not modernized. It's their most technological Ethiopia. country. Ethiopia has once celebrated a very odd time of the year. They, 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 actually, they okay. don't use the Gregorian no, they calendar. Don't. They don't. They didn't have to like be like us and 
emulate whatever the western came yeah. with so there's there's cultural practices that are harmful and i wouldn't want us to go back to those like uh women being subjected to just staying in the kitchen FGM oh, yes. or or uh, you know all these other things or men or not being, even speaking out like even you yeah like, men whatever being told is happening it's, now it's not it's not a man's place to cry don't, don't be emotional you know there's there's those cultural practices that I wouldn't advise but the one thing that I would really really want us to go back to is our cultural style of leadership yes because then that would make sense to us a lot yeah yeah and and um yeah so then um that that brings me to the whole point of um the rule of law and the fact that we need to advocate for the rule of law uh, as the the book why nations fail correctly says it takes citizenship because let me tell you julia it is we the people who have all the power and let me tell you something ah. those leaders are afraid of us yes. because they know once that's why we they realize our power us. yes and they will do that because they know once we recognize our power mm. it's over for them so the power is us we only delegate this power to our politicians to manage it on our behalf but even our constitution in article 1 says that um power is given to us and we can exercise this power power belongs to the people of Kenya and the people of Kenya have a right to exercise this power directly or indirectly so currently we are exercising this power indirectly okay. and we have the right to exercise this power directly so we can wake up one day and go like you know what the government is not working and we the people as the owners of this power have decided we are taking it back and enough trust you me yeah. there is nothing that anybody will do when 49 million Kenyans are standing together against a thousand leaders again standing together guys listen together standing together, together. not one person talking <laughs> and or going to stand on cause and trying to tetea you it's yeah. all of us yeah. anyway yeah. this brings up to the point eh? does this kind of create trouble for you do you step on toes and I'm Talent. sure I'm sure I step on a lot of toes. <laughs> I'm sure. Um it's just that um <laughs> maybe they haven't felt threatened enough to retaliate. I'm human. Um me I'm not going to lie to you people at me no go but to mungu na ujimoto peke. Eh there's a lot of things me I fear I fear lizard <laughs> me I fear bullets. <laughs> you know I'm I'm human but um at times the drive to just want to try and make things right kind of overrides that fear because when i'm experiencing something and i know in my heart i'm not the only one experiencing at that moment i just solely focus on that pain that i'm yeah. going through because then i want other people to feel the pain mm -hmm. so at that point i kwangi the fear part and then when I put up these videos on Twitter and in an hour I see 2000 views it then it's like oh yo what were you thinking you know, know. <laughs> it's it's a moment of fear uh, but I get I get confidence in the fact that you know what I'm not the only one going through this yeah 
and um, if something has to happen to me in order for for change to come then um, that's a price that I'll have to pay like I, I don't want to be the one who has to pay it but if it so happens that I have to yeah, pay it, baby. then uh, so be it. You know, like the way Jesus said, God, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. <laughs> so if, if it's possible for me to not experience something bad and get change, yes. yay. But then if, if that bad experience comes and there's change still, then it's it's still well, a win either way. Yeah, it's, it comes with the, the, you know, I chose this life. From the minute I put out that first video, I, I chose this life. So I can't really run away from it. But um, whether they arrest me, whatever it is they are able to do to me, eventually, at least I spoke up. People will know there was a voice out there that that Really stood. tried, eh? Yeah, in, you, in terms you, you that were difficult. You did your part. Yeah, yeah. You gave your best, yeah. And then, so what's next for you? Now that you've taken this path and... I believe with whatever you do, so many people are learning. I'm personally like a lot. Mm -hmm. And even with this conversation, like the things I've gotten out of here <laughs> a lot. And I believe even for the guys who are listening, mm -hmm. there's a lot they've gained from this. So what's next for you? So um I'm I'm part of an amazing platform that's called Kongamano Lamageuzi. Kongamano Lamageuzi is um a united front that is seeking to bring together various players in, in different sectors yeah. to form a united front that then can be able to capture state power. Okay. So we are looking at forming uh, a movement that's going to be as powerful as NAC was in 2002. Because we need all of us to be on the same side in order to beat the system. So that even if the system is rigged, we are still able to I beat feel like, the yeah, rigging. That's the problem. We always rigged. Yeah. So um, I, I would advise, especially young people, I, I, I would advise young people to join Kongamano Lamageuzi. We are on Facebook, on Twitter, and, and on Instagram. Just drop us a DM with... Um, your name and, and, and the county of residence and where you're registered as a voter and someone is going to get back to you. The good thing about Kongamanola Mageuzi, it's just that um, there's gender parity and there's intergenerational parity. And I'm usually a very big advocate of intergenerational parity because, yes, we have the ideas and we have the energy, but then without the experience of the older generation, then we are going to repeat so many mistakes that we can avoid yeah. if we decide to exchange knowledge. Yes. And so Kongamano is advocating for that. So we are bringing together the experience of the older generation and the new ideas and the energies of the young people to create something new because we need both. Yeah. So it's, it's a very friendly and open environment where... Um, if you come as Julia, your voice as Julia matters. Your opinions as Julia matters. Mm -hmm. It's it's a collective decision making and leadership space. Um, and I'm currently operating uh, as as the coordinator in the nascent secretariat, which which speaks volume because now I have to to boss over people who are seventy five years <laughs> old, and it's just tiny little me. Yeah. And I think I'm the I'm. No, I'm the second youngest in the space. Wow. The youngest is 25, and it's a woman. Ish. Yes. And people um, need to realize this, but they're speaking out. Yeah. Really helps. 
It really helps. It really does. It and I works. wish people would just jump on board. Again, I insist and insist and insist. Yeah. Oh. But guys, ooh, there's mm. a lot that can be spoken in this space. A lot. <laughs> yeah. And I feel yeah. like we would rumble and rumble and the whole night would be here. And you'd get to a point Julia would deliver a podcast that is 10 hours long. <laughs> At this rate. <laughs> but Bilaninaona, eh? We're going to use this this platform to educate you guys, get to know more and just your rights and what you can do to, you know, yeah. raise a voice because this normalizing of things, uh uh-uh, uh, we need to let go. Uh-uh. Yeah, and it's we, an enough. We've had enough. We need to understand as the younger generation, we need to understand that our parents really grew up at a time where they were forced to obey everything that was told to them. We are brought up at a time where we our circumstances are forcing us to disrupt. You know, wherever our parents were told toward the line, for us it's like what line? Yeah. So it's it's very important for us to recognize that we are disruptive and we need to disrupt the systems like totally and completely and one way of disrupting the systems is being vocal yes no matter even the space no matter how small you think your voice is it matters and it can make a total difference because i'm looking at the fact that the system for like our business environment is so punitive and the youth have decided to use even the digital space to create something for themselves. But look at it. You're right now, now being taxed. a digital tax. And no one has come to explain what it means. Then later on, when you're doing your things, you'll get a slap. Pa! Of 200,000. Yours. <laughs> Guys, come on. Can we speak? We don't, we actually don't have to accept it. Yeah. We, because in this country, so for, for the people in the digital space, I feel like you people are going to be taxed three times. I know. Because <laughs> oh, your product is bought, you're taxed. Yes. Because you're um, selling on the you, platform, you, you, you're taxed. You, you put your money in a bank account, it's taxed. After being taxed for selling the product, you know. So you're being taxed for banking the money. Has you go even buy to explain this taxation. You go no buy one. food and you're taxed again because you don't want to die. We are actually taxed oh. to exist in this country and we don't have to accept this mediocrity. We and so not. far the tax we're paying, are we getting value for it? 2 billion shillings has been stolen are we getting, every day. Yes, are we getting value? No. We're not going to say anymore. We've said enough. I think the night needs to end here <laughs> thank you so much lucia oh, thank you so much for the platform well, I, I i had a great time today oh, thank you so much i think we need to do more of this mm-hmm. and of course i'm going to have her back i think i have more that we need to discuss so you better be on the lookout all right <laughs> <laughs> And that winds off our topic of discussion for the day and this episode. And it has been amazing. I hope so. And that you've been enlightened. But I know we still have a lot to talk about. And it's something we've discussed with Lucia. And we'll see how to go about it. But you have, if you have any suggestions 
on topics that we can discuss or if you have just a direction that we can take just in a way of just telling us what you think then do not hesitate to tell me on and that would be on our social media pages that is at julia award one on instagram at award ayako on facebook and julia award one on twitter okay for lucia i will also leave the links she's lucia ayala she's an amazing lady she has brought out so many things when it comes to social activism that really affects us directly so tell me what you think about that and if you think she's doing an amazing job and yeah guys it has been lovely the episode was really really fun recording as you can hear but let's meet on our next episode next time bye